welcome to the Destination Begin podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Smith. I've lost over 250 pounds. I've started my life over multiple times and managed to find humor, lessons, and joy in the process. And now I'm here sharing those stories with you. Thanks for joining me. My favorite protein bar, Built Bars. I talk about them. I talk about them a lot. I eat them a lot. They're amazing. They're the size of a Snicker bar and they have 150 calories, which is half the calories of a Snicker bar. They on average have five to nine grams of sugar, which is a quarter to a third of the sugar in a Snicker bar. And they have protein, which is a lot more than what you'll find in a Snicker bar. On average, they have 17 grams of protein, 150 calories. They're made with real chocolate. If you go to builtbar.com and use my code destination begin, you're going to save money on trying Built Bar. They have a mixed box and they also, you can buy half a box. You can get Cherry Garcia. You can get Blueberry Muffin, the double chocolate brownie chunk. They have a new Caramel Almond Delight, delicious. And they also have Built Puffs, which are protein marshmallow covered in chocolate. They're delicious. Check them out. If you haven't had them, you are missing out. They're a really great way to add some protein into your life in a way that tastes yummy. And they're small enough that they're not a meal replacement like a lot of protein bars. They also don't wreck your guts and they don't suck all the moisture out of your mouth. So builtbar.com, give them a try. Use my code destination begin, save some money and fall in love with some really yummy chocolate protein bars in your life. Hi, hi. Merry Christmas. It's Christmas Eve and I'm recording this in my cozy little living room. Um, I was tempted to wear my Christmas um, hat and then I wasn't sure um, if the light would show up on my YouTube video. I do this podcast. um, Oh, it looks so cute. I do this podcast um, recording on my phone and also um, I record it with my webcam and then I put it on the YouTubes. So if you ever want to see me talking at you instead of just listening to the podcast, you can watch on YouTube. So it's a little bit difficult to watch me on YouTube because as I'm recording this, I'm looking at my reflection in my laptop, but the camera is a little bit higher. And so it's super weird to not look at myself, especially now that I'm wearing a blinking um, Christmas hat. So much sidebarring. I realized recently that I'm a very, I'm a sidebarer. I have a lot of sidebars in my combos. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. Um, it's Christmas Eve and I am in Miami. Last Christmas was my first Christmas after I left Minnesota and was living in Miami, but I went back home for Christmas. This year I went home a couple weeks ago and stayed an extra day to spend a little extra time with my family so I could not have to go right back for Christmas. So I chose to be here and not travel for Christmas. And um, I have this, I have this, I'm fighting the melancholy because I really miss my family. I miss home and I miss familiarity. And so there's a temptation to, I got to take this hat off. There's a temptation to feel a little sorry for myself. So I have to keep saying, uh, you chose this. I could have gone home. I actually had the tickets booked. Um, Now I have hat hair, you guys. Um, I actually had the tickets booked and I chose, I chose this, I chose this. So um, I'm not letting myself be a little whiner, um, but it is really interesting. It's it's different to be completely away from home for Christmas. I have 
spent many Christmases where I didn't spend the day with my family, but I was home. I could have if I wanted to. So it's kind of strange. But the main reason for not going back is my son, Stephen, lives in Raleigh, North Carolina. And he wanted to come to Minnesota with me for family Christmas. And we couldn't coordinate the dates and the flights and things with his work schedule. And then he celebrates Christmas with his dad's family as well. So we decided that we will coordinate a trip to Minnesota um, in the winter instead. So so I'm here. Um, I have my little tree. Um, I love my little tree. Last year, I didn't get a tree. I tried to find one and they were all sold out or something. But this year, I got a little tree. I have a few ornaments. I put them on there. I don't have a star for the top, but Linda, my dear friend, my sister from the universe, um, went to Portugal and she brought me back this beautiful clay um, little plaque. And uh, it says dream big and I love it. So that's the star on my tree. And then just a few ornaments. Every year I always buy myself a new ornament. This year I went to Target in Minnesota when I was there and there was a billion ornaments. If you live in Minnesota or you've been to Minnesota, Target is the deal. Target is like where you go Target tells you what you need. You cannot get out of Target for under $100. It's just a happy place to go, especially when it's cold outside um, and there's nothing else to do. You go to Target. And so I did that when I was in Minnesota. It was so much fun. I had some time to burn. And so I went and they have this wonder shop and they have so much Christmas stuff and they have ornaments, every kind of ornament known to man. And so I was so excited to look at them. And then I thought, I don't want to pack uh, an ornament. I'm going to just go when I get back to Miami and pick up my ornament. Well, that was a bad idea because do you know what Miami doesn't have? Christmas ornaments. I went to two different targets. They had like nothing. They had the most like ridiculously tiny Christmas section. It's like this city doesn't Christmas, which I guess makes sense because there are, it's such a diverse culture here, but I don't know. I mean, I still feel like there's a lot of people here. There's a lot of Jewish people, and so there's a lot of the Hanukkah decor and um, colors and things like that. But there's still a lot of people who I believe celebrate Christmas. But So I got one ornament, and I'm not that stoked about it, even though it's pink. And my diamond shoes are too tight. Don't you feel so sorry for me as I'm complaining about something like this? Anyway, um, but my favorite ornament is my very first ornament I got when I moved here last year. I didn't know anyone really. And um, I just started the boot camp. And Javier, um, the very first person who came to boot camp, he's um, standing behind me in the blue shirt in the Miami Beach boot camp canvas on my wall he was the very first person to come to boot camp he still comes regularly and last Christmas he brought up to my beach towel where I led class he brought a little gift bag and from his wife and daughter and him was um a Christmas ornament and it's a little flamingo little fluffy pink flamingo with a Santa hat on it super duper cute and so that has a special place of honor on my tree I love it so much so also behind me, if you're watching on YouTube, you see there's a random thing sitting on my couch. So because I'm not doing anything for Christmas and because I don't have family here, um, decided to take a little time, initiative and money and um, love on the people who live at the beach. So there's, um, there's quite a sizable population of people here who are experiencing homelessness. And I have seen quite a few of them around where I live. Um, you know, the beach is 
always beautiful. Um, there's, they're typically people sleeping on the beach when I arrive for boot camp, um, people sleeping in the park, you know, it's room temperature outside all the time. So when you don't have a home, you can survive here pretty easily uh, because the elements are so gentle. In fact, again, this boot camp picture on the wall behind me, there is somebody sleeping under the lifeguard station in that picture, which is perfect. Um, and so I've seen and I've interacted with quite a few people here in my neighborhood that are experiencing homelessness. And um, it's one of those issues that's just so sensitive because a lot of them have some resources um, and they're choosing this lifestyle. Some of them do not. And um, some of them are truly in between stages of life. Some of them, this is the way they live their life and they wouldn't choose something different, honestly. Um, There's some really sad situations where clearly there's some mental illness that's not being um, managed or they're not getting the resources they need to to be well. And um, it just depends. I mean, for anybody to lump all of these people into the same category of situation or need is incredibly ignorant. I have to say when I moved here, I was incredibly ignorant. I'm still ignorant compared to what all of the information there is to learn about these um, beautiful souls. And I, I consider them beautiful souls. Um, there is no hierarchy in humanity um, at all. These these people are, are, are lovely and lovable and beautiful. And um, the situations that they're experiencing um, are varied. And so when I, when I just recently started a second location for the boot camp down, um, on South beach, so I'm at mid beach. So I'm, um, to give you an idea, if you're not familiar with Miami, the geography, Miami beach is a long strip of land that is, um, separated from the main land of Florida, Miami, um, with some bridges And then Miami Beach, basically, the streets are numbered in order. So down at the southernmost point of Miami Beach would be um, 1st, and actually 5th Street is kind of where South Beach starts. And then it goes all the way up to, I think it's 198th Street. So it's a long strip of land. So I'm in the middle. I'm in the 60s. And South Beach is like 5th to 25th. And so our new location is down at 21st Street Beach. And so it's definitely more touristy. It's more South Beach. There's a lot more going on. And the park that I pull up into in my car four days a week to run boot camp, um, there's a lot of people there that live right there in that park or they live nearby and they come to use the showers and the facilities right there. So I'll get out of my car. Here's me pulling up in a convertible, you know, little spoiled, in the grand scheme, spoiled, (laughs) incredibly blessed, wealthy woman walking up to run a boot camp. And here are these people who are carrying their possessions in a suitcase or a shopping cart. So I am very aware when I pull up just how how incredibly fortunate I am with the things I have. It's ridiculous. Um, but I get out of my car. They're in various stages of getting, you know, kind of waking up for the day. And they are so sweet to me. There's a group of guys that are um, usually sitting on um, this little little half wall kind of shaking out their blankets and folding things up. They're always so kind to me. Good morning. How are you? They always have something so positive to say. They always offer to help me carry things. So I always have my arms full of microphones and speaker packs and signs. And um, one day it was raining and I pulled up and they were shaking all, all of their stuff was wet. I said, oh, you guys got rained on. And he said, just a happy little shower. Just, I mean, you can't get this one guy particularly, you just can't get him to say anything negative. Not that I try, but, um, 
Anyway, and so I see these people every morning now and I just, I, I wish to love on them. You know, it's, it's not about like, oh, I want to help them. I have so much I want to give to them. Like, it's not like that at all, which I feel like, you know, it can be insulting to some of these people. A lot of them, they don't want to, they want their dignity. They don't want to be looked down on. A lot of them are making a choice or a lot of them don't have a choice, but they certainly don't want anyone rolling in and pitying them and throwing scraps at them. And so, you know, I, I see them. They're just like me <laughs> and it's it's not always choices that gets us where we are. It's a lot of it is, you know, circumstances beyond our control. And so I don't consider myself better or better off. Um, I think some of them are much richer in their souls than I will ever be. So long story short, I really want to love on these people at Christmas because it really occurred to me and on Christmas, uh, I get asked all the time, what are you doing for Christmas? You know, are you going to, you having a meal? Are you going home to your family? Everyone's asking each other, what are you doing for Christmas? I don't think anybody goes up to these people and asks them, what are you doing for Christmas? In fact, when they walk into places, into businesses, they're looked at with disdain. A lot of them are dirty. A lot of them are unkempt. A lot of them are smelly. Um, Some of them probably have really bad behaviors. Um, But regardless, they walk into any place and they are immediately looked at with disdain or disgust. They're not welcomed in and loved on. And certainly not at the holidays. People aren't asking them, what are you going to do for Christmas? Um, and so just thought, you know, I just want to love on them for Christmas. I can't bring them to my house and cook for them. I don't have room. I don't have room for myself. I don't have any cooking skills, but I can maybe bring some Christmas to them. So, um, let the boot campers know, Hey, I want to love on these people. And, um, people were so generous and donated money. And so I went, um, did some shopping so we've got little stockings that have, because um, there's some ladies that I see, they wear, you know, like skirts and sundresses and they're, you know, usually getting cleaned up for the day in the restroom there by the parking and, and they're doing their hair. And I'm like, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're women. They, they want to feel pretty. And Melissa, my friend and coach in boot camp, she said, you know, they might like some nail polish or some fun things like that. So with these little stockings that have nail polish and eyeshadow in them, plus some chocolate. So, you know, it's not just about giving them socks and toothpaste, which I am doing. There's socks and toothpaste, but presents, frivolity. You know, do they have needs? Sure. So do I. I still like a present that I don't need. That makes me feel good. So there's chocolates and nail polish and um, cookies and yogurt covered raisins and muddy buddies <laughs> and um, cash and chapstick and lipstick and gift cards. And um, it's all in a big pile on my couch. Washcloths, um, things like that. So it's been really fun. Today I took a whole bunch of it and just went for a walk around my neighborhood and found people to hand some things out. And um, I don't know, it's just fun to gift. Um, fun things to people I don't know and just love on them. So that is my little Christmas project. Um, other than that, for Christmas around here, we had boot camp this morning. We did a fun 12 days of Christmas boot camp ladder. That was fun. I wore my light up hat. I felt very festive. Um, but that's the extent of it. Tonight I went down to South Beach to walk around. They have beautiful Christmas lights everywhere and I love it. So I put on my Christmas outfit Um, my sparkly skirt and sweater and just went for a walk all dressed up and I'm like you know Christmas dinner what do I want what would I what do I want that I never have I eat so strict 
and I'm always, you know, counting my macros. And this year was a really crazy year with bodybuilding shows and a lot of prep. And so I'm like, what do I really want that I normally just wouldn't have for a special occasion dinner? And it ended up being a slice of pepperoni and sausage pizza and a donut, which I didn't end up eating the donut because it wasn't that great. But I was at the pizza place and she put it in the oven and warmed it up so that the frosting melted. So it was really pretty. But it was still a mediocre donut, so I wasn't going to waste calories on it. But I had pizza and a latte and some donut, and that was my Christmas dinner. And I'm telling you, I was a happy girl. So, and now I'm home. It's Christmas Eve night. It's late. And I'm going to hit the hay pretty soon. I took a three and a half hour nap today. And so uh, I think I'll be, I won't be falling asleep really soon, but that's okay. So, um... Other than just updating you on my Christmas life, um, the main thing that I want to talk about today is the idea of getting um, a vision for your new year. Um, because without a vision, the people perish. That's what they call it. Or that's what they say. Somebody said that. <laughs> but, you know, we're at the end of the year and people tend to make New Year's resolutions and New Year's goals, which is totally fine. Um, people poo-poo it and say, you shouldn't need those. You should be living a good lifestyle all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you cannot deny the power of a fresh start and fresh set of downs, um, a Monday, the first of the month, um, or the first of a year. This year, the first is um, on a Saturday. So it gives you basically a, a weekend day, brand new day, get your head in the game and start thinking about what's 2022 going to be. And so before we get there, it's, a, it's an interesting thing to really think about the next 12 months and get a vision. What do you want? Not just what do you want to do, but what do you want for your life? Do you want more rest? Do you want more harmony, more balance? Do you want more structure? Do you want to build something? Do you want to grow something? Do you want to be more consistent? Um, get a vision of what you want your life to be like, what you want to develop in your character. And then take a few moments and put that down into the things that you would need to do in order to achieve that vision. So if your goal is to be more balanced, um, well, what does that mean? Balanced in what way? Perhaps you realize you spend too much time working, not enough time with family. So to do um, might be to schedule in some play dates with your kids, schedule a date night with your spouse. Um, if one of your visions for the new year is to build something, okay, um, generate ideas, do research, um, you know, start putting some to-dos down and then put a timeline on it. If you want to achieve all of this in 12 months, you know, what do you need to do in the first three months of the year? What do you need to do by July 1st? What do you need to do to get going? And then get your calendar out and start scheduling tasks that will accomplish your 90-day goal, your six-month goal, your nine-month goal, your 12-month goal. And it's really hard to do this far out, but you for sure the first three months of the year, you should be able to add action items to your calendar. So perhaps Friday nights is date night. Um, perhaps you, you pick two different nights during the week to work on your passion project. Or um, if you want to open an art studio, maybe you immediately in January schedule some time on your calendar to research, to call a broker, to go look at spaces. Um, if your goal is to do a bodybuilding show, put it on your schedule to hire a coach, 
to go grocery shopping, to do research. I mean, sometimes the first things that we need to do to execute a vision is to do the research. And that's a to-do list item. That's something that you can cross off the list as part of the process. You have to start somewhere and you have to gather data. So getting a vision of what you want for your life is beautiful, but it only actually occurs when we take the action that we need in order to get what it is that we want. So I encourage you to come up with your vision and maybe even write a vision statement or a mission statement for your your year coming up. Um, I've been working on it. I haven't got it all figured out for myself yet, but I've been really thinking about what do I want and how do I want to feel? And one of the ways also to really figure out how you want to feel is to think about some of the current ways that you feel now that you don't like. And so for me, I don't like being tired in the middle of the day. I don't like feeling like I need a nap. So you know what I need to do? I need to go to bed earlier. I hate going to bed earlier. And so I have to stop and think, I'm going to trade that tired, exhausted feeling in if I can go to bed earlier. So when I see the alarm, I'll set an alarm saying, go to bed. If I rebel, I don't want to. I have to stop and think, okay, I'm trading in my freedom to stay up late and binge watch a show or do a little more work. I'm trading that in for the feeling of energy for the entire day tomorrow. Or perhaps giving up sugar or something that you shouldn't be eating. Think about how does it feel when you eat sugar? You know, this is a big one for me. When I eat sugar, I feel like garbage. My body bloats. I get tired. I get I get hormonal. My moods are so affected by sugar. I get um, low. I get despondent. And I have to remind myself that when I make a rule, like I'm not eating sugar, my goal is to not eat any sweets in 2022. No desserts, no candy, nothing. Why? Because I am sick and tired of how I feel when I do it. I don't want to feel that way. And so when I think, oh man, this is so hard. No, you know what's harder is feeling like garbage, feeling exhausted, feeling lethargic, feeling despondent because I have sugar in my body. Sugar is poison to me and I know this. And yet there are times where I see it and I want it so bad, I discard all of the consequences, all of what I know comes with it and I eat it anyway. And then I say, why did I do that? So getting a vision of, I want to feel good all year. That's really part of my vision. I want to feel good every day of my entire year. I don't want to lose one single day to a sugar coma. And so in order to do that, in order to have that, in order to execute that vision, I have to give up the choice to put sugar in my mouth. So my rule, I'm not eating sweets in 2022. Why? Because I have a vision of not losing any of my days of the upcoming year to feeling like garbage. And it's because I know what it feels like to feel like garbage. So just um, an example of a way that you can really grab your vision and say, you know what, I gotta count up the cost. Nothing is free. So if your vision involves something big that you wanna get, it's gonna cost you something. It's gonna cost you a lot, most likely. How bad do you want it? This time next year, you're gonna be sitting here doing the same thing most likely. It's natural, it's what we do. We reflect, we plan, we resolve. Do you wanna be sitting here saying, if only I had executed that vision, that mission, that plan? 
If only I had kept it in the front and center of my mind. If only. You don't want any if onlys in your 2022. You want, wow, I did this. Wow, this was tough and yet. Make and yet part of your vision statement. Life will get busy. Life is going to throw you curveballs. You are going to experience sickness, pain, disappointment, frustration, failure, probably death of someone you care about, someone you know well. Life is going to get crazy. It's never going to settle down. 2022 is not going to be a quiet, peaceful, happy year. Why? None of them are. None of them are. It's called living life. So you have to decide what you want, period. And know that you are going to be distracted. You are going to be tripped up. The odds are going to be against you some days. You're not going to feel like it all the time. And yet, you're going to have a choice to still go after it or not. And that's your choice. So that's really all I have for you today. Just a little challenge to you. Get your vision. Get it on the calendar. Start counting up the cost. And if nothing else, just sit for a moment and imagine what it will feel like a year from now if you don't go after it and how it would feel if you do go after it. Even if you only get halfway there, how good that will feel compared to how it will feel if you do nothing. Don't do nothing. Life is short. You get one big, beautiful life. Go get everything you want. Everything you want. You got to work hard anyway. May as well work hard for something that really, really matters to you. So, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thanks for supporting me um, in my podcast and in all my ventures this year. Um, it's been an exciting year. Uh, quit the day job and went all in on myself with the boot camp and my personal training and my Kristen Experience Mindset Mentoring Program. Uh, cannot help but mention here, if you have a goal in 2022 to lose weight, get fit, or to stop the whole yo-yo of dieting, we start a plan, stop a plan, start a plan, stop a plan. My mindset training programs, they're group training programs. We all together learn about how you can stop that yo-yo and build a plan for your entire life around the food behaviors, around the foods. Like I just set a rule. I'm not having desserts in 2022. That's a rule. That's hard and fast. I've committed to it. Now, if I go over my calories or I make a mistake or I want to have a cheat meal or whatever, I know it's not going to be sugar, which means that no matter what I do in 2022, I'm going to do far less damage to my body. I'm going to hit my goals much easier because that sugar is not going to be in my life. So if you struggle with eating on the couch, nighttime eating, boredom eating, we can create rules for you around those behaviors so that you can basically be following any plan and know, well, this time... I'm not going to fall off this plan because I fell into a bowl of Cheetos on the couch because I don't eat on the couch or I don't eat in bed or I don't eat in the car or I always eat off of a plate or I always eat sitting down or I only have treats on the weekend. Whatever rule will put a safety tape, a barrier around that hole you always fall into, you're guaranteed to reach your goals when those behaviors are managed. So that's what we do in the Kristen Experience and in my Mindset Training Program. So if you want to join, I have a group starting January 3rd, which is the first Monday of the new year. So it's a perfect time to get support, be in a group, 
learn, have accountability. It's 90 days. So the first three months of your year are going to be learning and growing and implementing so that you can have this lifestyle change that most everybody is chasing as part of their new year vision. So if you're interested, you can find me at kristensmithonline.com. You can also find me on Instagram at the Kristen Experience. Um, you can also just go ahead and send me an email, Kristen, at kristensmithonline.com. So that's all I have for you. Have a wonderful rest of your year and a happy new year to each and every one of you beautiful souls. Bye. That's all I have for you today in this episode. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for sharing this podcast and these episodes that you love. Thank you for sharing them directly with your friends, with your social media. It means the world to me when I see online that you've shared this podcast. The best way for you to share it, honestly, is to send a link directly to somebody that you think would get something out of this podcast. Because saying, hey, I have a podcast for you is great. But sending a link where they just have to click is much more powerful and makes it easier on them. So send them a link. You can do that through iTunes, through Spotify, through Anchor. It's really easy. Also, if you could let me know, I would just love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you learned or what you felt when you were listening to this episode or any of my episodes. You can find me on Instagram. I'm destination underscore begin. Send me a message there or leave a comment. You can also leave a review on iTunes. Leave a five-star review would be so great. Um, And you can also email me, Kristen, at destinationbegin.com.